This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Today we are going to discuss Stevenage's 4-2 home victory over Salford City and we also talk a little bit about this year's return list. Welcome to Borough Pod. Rossinho, passing from midfield, it's Rossinho! Well if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! An old tracker, an old Trafford cracker in front of the Stratford end! Oh, Jay. No Pat today, so just Jay. Hello, Mel. Did you have a good weekend, son? Yeah? Oh, mate, I had the... Oh, do you know, just the best weekend ever. The best weekend ever. I sat on uh, Friday lunchtime thinking, this weekend looks horrendous. Uh, Dad's (laughs) dad's taxiing around, uh, as well as uh, the game at the Lamex, then the awards night, then the game at the Lamex on the Sunday. And it was just like, I don't know how I'm going to fit it in. If, if, If all of those things were separate over the next three weeks my life would have been complete and instead it was all jam-packed into one weekend but yeah it was oh just so good so so good it's funny how a big like a a big win and like a good performance it's it's funny how like how much of a difference that makes on your entire outlook of the weekend oh definitely And, and and bear no bones about it um that that game on Saturday could have been completely different had we not done the job a couple of weeks before that, and we could have been sat there looking at everyone else's results around us. So I think it was, yeah, yeah. it was great to finish on a high. Looking back on it now, it's quite interesting, really, when you think about it, because all those players that have disappeared now—that was their last ever ever minutes in a Borough yeah. shirt. So that's that's quite uh, quite a big thing, I suppose. Especially now we know exactly who it yeah. is. So, but yeah, no, it's fantastic. Oh yeah, so uh, let's uh, well, let's talk about the game. Um, I couldn't believe it. Genuinely couldn't believe it. I, it was <laughs> it was absolutely insane, wasn't it? Oh, when it just, I just it, it it just looked we we looked in control. They just didn't seem to be a threat to us whatsoever. Well, I mean, I think they I think they dominated the opening the opening exchanges certainly for the first I'd probably say half an hour. I think they were probably the better side, you know. They went they went one nil up. We 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 did steal a goal back sort of ten minutes later. Um But I think they were I think they were they were comfortable and I was get I was starting to get the sense that Yeah, here we go again, kinda. Um But that goal just before half time It just changed everything, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it was just—it was just so good. It was just, yeah, brilliant. You, you know, you know what it needs to do though, because you know, this might or might not be the last one of our little mini series we've been doing. We, we need you to relive it again, mate. You got to show us what you're all about. No, it's, uh, we're, 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 yeah, we're what I... five days away from that game now. My my memory is a blur, so, so give me something to play with. All right, hang on, let me find it. I was hoping I'd get away with not doing it. Absolutely not. Dino's not here. Absolutely not. <laughs> Such a one. <laughs> um, right, here we go. Stevenage versus Salford City. So we've got Terence at the back. He has a little bit of shimmy and loses the ball. It gives it away. Uh, ball's played down into the middle for Salford. He then spreads it out left. Uh, they've got a player dancing around with it on the edge of the area and he drives it in and Pim spills it right onto the foot of whoever it is that scores for them. And he runs past the North Terrace with his hands cupped around his ears and then makes the same side sound at the exit. Weird. Uh, we've got uh, Lionsy coming forward with it outright. He 
knocks the ball over nicely, really nicely to Listy. He drills it into the middle. It ping-pongs around a little bit. And then Jamie Reid at the left, uh, the near post uh, drills it back across and uh, it definitely takes a nick off someone and goes in. And then he limps away and uh, it's one all. Um, second half starts. Salford have got the ball playing it around at the back and they've lost it. Listy's got the ball. He's, oh, sorry. Uh, Reid's got the ball. He's driving forward. He's driving forward. He has a dig from long. Oh, squeezed into the bottom left-hand corner beautifully. Right right dead centre, and he just tucks it in the bottom left corner. Keeper's got no chance. Uh, and that finishes off the half. And we've got uh, Reed out on the right-hand side, passes it back to someone who lofts that ball in. No idea who who it went to. It drops for it drops for Noza, who absolutely thunder-cunts it at the goal. It comes off Bozzi, but goes in. I think it's probably... It, it should be given to Bozzi, but... Hopefully, Noz gets it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, later on that half, Salford down uh, with the ball on the left-hand side. They whip the ball into the centre and no one jumps except for their number six who nods it in. That is pony defending. I, I know it's late in the season, but that was general, generally really bad. And we pick the ball up in the middle of the park. Uh, gets, Paul gets played into Jamie Reid. He just runs forward with it gently. Plays a lovely ball through to Elliot List, who uh, brings it up on the keeper and tucks it straight through his legs. That's a finish we've been missing for three, three or four months from Listy, isn't it? That was a that 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 was the that was a goal scored by someone who looks like he's full of confidence, and uh, his performances have been uh, have been on the up over the last few weeks. So it's nice to see Elliot List back on the back back in form, back getting a goal, and there you have it: Stevenage four, Salford two. That really helped, actually, to be fair. It's been a few days since I've watched any of the highlights, so thank you so much for your exquisite commentary, <laughs> especially the word Noza. <laughs> I think there's a lack of use on that on, the, on most uh, streaming outlets for, for commentary, but perhaps someone out there will, will take that on board and use you for next season. Maybe what I need need to start doing is I need to start uh, streaming me watching the game. <laughs> Uh, and work. sending thunder cunts left, right, and centre. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's stop saying that because I don't want to have to do too much editing on this. Yeah, moment. yeah. Um, <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting. Ja- Jamie Reed's played his best. Um, his best. He was unreal, uh, wasn't he? But he's played his best football under Evans, whereas someone like Jake Taylor played his best football under Tisdale. How yeah. peculiar is that? Um, I mean, you you. You see it a lot with with players that they they click under a manager and they and yeah, uh, yeah and other managers they don't. Um, I don't think Taylor's been. I don't actually think Taylor's been dreadful under Evans. He's not as he's not been as bad under Evans as he was under uh, Revs. Yeah. Um, and when I say he's not been as bad, I don't think he's been bad. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he's 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 not clicked like he did under Tiz. But um, yeah, I I think um, I think. Other than maybe Pim, no one had a bad game. Pim, you know, I, mean, I know Pim went off early. Well, no, I'm not having that. I, I'm, I'm oh. sure he went off on the 37th minute, wearing the number 37 shirt, fell over, then walked to the other bench and sat there having a chat. I can't tell if it's true or not, but it certainly looked like it was made to make sure Laurie Walker got minutes on that pitch so we could actually have a look at him in game. Uh, well, maybe that's that's my theory anyway. But there's no, uh, there's no, there's nothing with well, that theory. It, if the, if that if that's what happened, it turned out turned out to be a genius move because we were much better with Laurie Walker and <laughs> go. He made a couple of absolute belting saves, didn't he? Didn't he just? I thought he was. He had a brilliant half, and he he just looks like one of those mad goalkeepers. I looked around at one point, he's at the edge of his area, doing goalkeeper shuttle runs, which are basically horrendous. Not looking very good, just keeping warm, and it was peculiar. Now, I've just noticed something, and I'm going to bring it up very quickly now. Riverside is telling me that we've got five people watching us. Well, there's five people in this studio. Really? I can only see you. Uh, I've only got two on my uh, Riverside app as well here, mate. Popola, it's making me a bit paranoid. I'm like, what's going on? Who's watching us? <laughs> I'm not, as far as I'm aware, I'm not live streaming it, but... Yeah. And anyway, anyway, no, anyway. Um, so back back to the game. I like to go through the match stats, the match facts, whatever you want to call them. Um, 
Still for 23 shots. Yeah. Can you believe that? 23 shots. Uh, eight on target, 10 off target, five blocked. They hit the post twice. Um, they had 64.8% possession. Their pass success rate was 77%. Um, they won the aerial duel. They won the more tackles. They won more corners. Um, so the stats don't... I mean, I, I don't think the stats really fully reflect the, the, the way the game felt like it went. Certainly in the second half, I thought we were comfortable. I yeah. thought they very much looked like a team that was on the on the plane already. Um, yeah, I was... I was fantastic performance I thought yeah I, I, I can't really make much more of a comment on it I thought just it was just an all round good game for, from, from everybody you know it was a good team game that looked to be purpose I don't know if you could even look at uh, that people were playing for their playing for their contracts or not but um, you know uh, certainly as we've already mentioned Reed, give it three months two, two three months ago and I wouldn't have given him a contract so it's quite interesting to see that he's got one because I think when we spoke on the last podcast, I certainly wouldn't have been one champion in his cause. But yeah, he's obviously got it. So uh, yeah, game on. But yeah, yeah, we'll 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 talk we'll talk about the uh, we'll talk about the released uh, retained and released list now. I guess then, seeing as we've got that beautiful beautiful Saturday afternoon victory over Sky FC out of the way. Um, so we've got um, nineteen players leaving the club. Yeah. Um, fifteen out of contracts and four loan loan signings returning to their parent clubs. Yeah. So I'm sure all the Borough fans know by now, but let me remind you: our senior players that are being retained are uh, Luther James Wilden, Terence Van Coon, Jake Reeves, Jake Taylor, Luke Norris, Jamie Reed, and Elliot Ritley, uh, Elliot List. <laughs> um, we've also got transfer listed: Laurie Walker, Ross Marshall, Arthur Reed, and Jack Smith. Yeah. Get to those in the go. We'll get we'll get to those in a minute because that that's a weird one for me. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll go we'll go through the retained list. Uh, I am even Wilden. I am delighted yeah. about every sing, every single one of those. Jamie Reed, I think, is one of those players that he needs. Like he's probably like most League Two players, right? He needs a good run of games to really build up like a head of steam and some form. Um, I'm not gonna lie. His first touch worries me. Yeah, he really struggles to get the ball out of his feet, and he's a bit of a donkey at times, and he gives the ball away too cheaply because he tries to control the ball and has no idea where it's gone. But once he gets the ball out of his feet, we saw it on Saturday. Some of the footwork that he is capable of to get himself out of tight situations and get that ball out of the way and moving forwards yeah it's is fantastic he's very very good it's just that first initial sort of phase of possession he he does struggle with a little bit so if if we can if we can get him get him doing that better he could be a very 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 good player to have up front with with Nodder and Listy on the reg uh yeah yeah I don't disagree look I've, I've said previously tonight or today that I think it's great he's been giving it my, my biggest concern about those seven is well first of all is we don't know if those seven are going to stay you don't know who's going to come in and you know yeah. especially after Steve Evans saying you know that he thinks uh, TVC could go further up so you know mm-hmm. perhaps he's, perhaps there's deals on the table you know I know that players that have left already have been given offers already from clubs and they're already working on it everywhere so um, yeah. you know you, you, you could for example and I'd hate to say this that Luke Norris could uh, if I was a um, in League One or League Two, why, why are you not looking at Luke Norris who can score goals for you? Um, and I'd hate that to happen because I think he's had a tremendous, tremendous season. Um, my biggest concern about those seven, though, is that 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 seems to be our front attacking team, really. And then it doesn't really leave us with much of a shopping window to go and get someone else unless it was probably a younger striker as backup because you can't see that List or Reed are going to want to be at, are going to be happy to play second or even third fiddle all season. So, yeah, that lack of options. Uh, in the attacking department really concerns me about those seven but that said um, I'm happy with every single one I'm staying Uh, yeah I mean we might I I do worry a little bit that we might find we might fall into the same trap a lot of managers have in the last few years and not be able to find like really quality wide players and we end up playing list and reedy wide a lot 
Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you find an- if we find another another seasoned forward come in. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. surprised with that at all. Um Wilden and Van Kooten were no brainers. Um I think I've said multiple times now, both of those two have been bright 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 parts of our uh, yeah. season uh, in spite of all round a shite season, right? Um Jake Reeves, obviously uh I don't think anybody's gonna be upset with that one. Nice. Taylor, I, th- I think Taylor, I was possibly a little bit surprised that Taylor's stayed, maybe. I'm not I'm not upset about it. I just thought that perhaps with his dip in form recently, either he or Evans might want to go their separate ways, but I've there are very there's not a single one of them that I didn't want to potentially keep at the club. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's great. Um, let's talk about the transfer listed players because that's that that that's a bit of a strange one. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I guess those four, Ross Marshall and Jack Smith. I don't think. I mean, I I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised if. Uh, if if no one came in for any for either, any of these four, mm. um, I'd be surprised if they weren't involved at some in some way next season, right? I think that they probably all four of them have got something to offer, even if it's just sort of rotation, yeah, a, rota- it- a rotation option. Arthur Reed obviously has played more under Evans as in than he than he did under anyone else. Um, I wonder if that is a show of hand to, to other clubs, you know, that the ears are what we're willing to look at and we're, we'd like to yeah, see the yeah. ones to come in for them. So, you know, and Ross Marshall, for me, uh, from memory, and I'm, I've got no proof of this, and someone hopefully will tell us if that's true or not, and you might if you've got the internet in front of you. Ross Marshall was brought in on that season where we were not sure whether we were going to be in the Conference League or whether we are in League Two. So he was bought on the back of... Um, we don't know where we're going to be next season. So to me, he's had a season training every day. He's been on the, the the training pitch with the lads, and someone has basically seen him and gone, "You're not good enough." And that's not just Evans; that's Tisdale as well. Mm-hmm. And to, to the end of to the end of um, Revs's reign, really, no one thought he's good enough. Yeah. So we brought him in. We brought him in um, the tenth. He signed on the tenth of July, twenty twenty. So he's not not good enough. End of. That's that's as far. That's the way I look at it. They're working him with him three or four days a week. They know exactly what he's like and what what he'd be good at, and he's clearly not good enough for for what we need. Although he had bright spells when he came on, but I'm willing to lose that one. Jack Smith, though, is a shame. He, he had spells when he was in League Two with us, and I thought he looked really bright. But again, physically, he's not he's not there at the minute. Um, but I, I, just, I, think... I, I, I just feel like Jack Smith is Arthur Ironton too. Oh, yeah. I, I... You know, I've got, I've got flash flashes, but there's nowhere near enough. They're, they're, my assessment is there's flash. He's shown flashes, but flashes at this stage aren't enough. Arthur Ironton was great until he had that horrendous head injury at Port Vale away, and he never recovered from that. And I, I could, I was there, I saw it, and literally, that that was that was shocking. And, and I can definitely pinpoint that as the downfall when he actually just didn't get much better. If that makes sense. I'm not. I'm not sure. I agree with that. As like, I don't think he was ever really that good. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I, I thought again. The, again, he had the odd. Yeah, he had the odd performance. So I'm like, okay, yeah. that's what we need. Yeah. But he never really went beyond that for me. Um, right. Let's talk about the released list again. I'm going to go through them. And we'll talk about them sort of one by one. So we've got Scuff, Scott Cuthbert, Skipper, Ben Coker, Luke O'Neill, Luke Prosser, Sasha Bastian who basically hasn't even been here anyway. James Daly, Harry Draper, Timmy Smith, Ed Upson, Chris Lyons, Charlie Carter, Bruno Andrade, Bradley Barry, Sam Dreyer and Luis Fernandez. Um, so, Scoff Cuthbert, Cuthbert and Ben Coker, out of all of those, I really wanted to keep around. I would also have been happy if we'd have kept Daly. Um, and I'm actually a bit... I'm actually disappointed we let Bradley Barry go. Um, because whenever he's played, not that he's played much and there's been you know injury problems and what and what have you, um, but when he's played, he's always given a decent account of himself. I can't think of a single game where he's played and he's not been good. So that one, that one's a, a disappointment for me because I think he's definitely got the ability to play. Um, but obviously, obviously the uh, Cuthbert and Coker are the the two sort of 
stand out and they stand out in that list because again Coca uh, at times this season has been real quality and Cuthbert I think obviously with his age he's not necessarily going to be in a position next season to be contributing game in game out at the level that he has for the last couple of years um but i think the value the sort of the experience and the and what you lose in the dressing room from him is going to be what we miss more than necessarily what we get on the pitch yeah uh, i i find it a, a real shame those two uh, Cuthbert and Ben. I think Ben's like you said. I can only echo that. I think he's been he's been fantastic. Um, and Scott. I mean, I feel sorry for Scott in some ways <laughs> because he's been through that club at a really difficult point. And I'm talking more COVID related, etc., yeah. etc. Et uh, it's been up and down. Recruitment's been poor. I think we have to say that over the past few seasons. It's got we, we've slid so badly. So. I, I, yeah, I, I'm gutted for Scott. I saw Scott today, and I said to him, and I, I, I said, um, "Are you feeling skip?" And he said, yeah, "And this is this is great." And I suppose this is ingrained in a lot of footballers because it is life for him. He said, "That's football," and I was really really amazed by that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it was it was stay local, from my understanding. So I got to start thinking about wh- where he could go. So if you're thinking League Two, there's only really what Colchester. Colchester. Yeah, and then. <sighs> Below that, you're thinking then, I don't know, Southend, Woking. Boreham Woods, Barnet. Boreham Woods, yeah, Boreham Woods, Barnet. I, I, whether the Sarley links there, I'm not too sure. I'd pick up on that, to be fair, but I didn't ask him. I think Cuthbert was here when Sar was in charge, wasn't he? I'm quite, sure he was. Quite possibly, yeah. So, yeah, look, who knows, but I feel really sorry for him. Um, the one thing I would say, though, and just touching on your Brad Barry point, um, I think it really depends on on the budget, doesn't it? And how much Brad Barry was, yeah. was really on. So if he was one of the top top fifteen earners at, at Stevenage last season, uh, perhaps uh, Steve Evans and the team already know what they want with that kind of money, if that makes sense. So I think it's a, it's a bit of a watch your space, and I I have a feeling that you'll see signings quite quickly within the next week or so. I think they'll know yeah, what they're I th- going to go for. I, th- I think I'd be surprised if um, I'd be surprised if we didn't see quick action for sure. Um, so, just looking, uh, Saul left Stevenage uh, two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. And I think I think Cuthbert came in the summer before he was gone. So, ah, so I think there was a very slight. Oh, actually, no. He came. No, Sol was sacked. Dino. Sol Sol was sacked March twenty eighteen, and and he came and he came in that summer. Scott came in that summer. So there, there wasn't a wasn't a crossover there. Um, so I forget. But that. you know, football's a small industry. People all know it. <laughs> know each other so uh, oh yeah yeah be interesting be interesting but yeah. I, I think um, I was speaking to another football coach today and that he was asking me about Scott and he said oh um, <clears throat> has he still got legs and I said yeah I think he's still got legs I think he's do a job for you for, for another season in League 2 um, and I didn't expect him to stay on and be our, our club captain or our captain and be our starter every week you know but someone around the dressing room the changing room someone who's with me today he was doing his uh, his UEFA A badge you know um Someone that um, is is a good head, that's a leader of men, and mm-hmm. someone that follow into war really. Um, and he seemed to have that at Stevenage, although we didn't have those results under him, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I saw that. I saw that suggestion from some people on Borough Chat. Is like, we, there's a lot of fans that say, oh, you know, he's a real leader. His experience is crucial, but he was our uh, mainstay at centre back. Yeah. And our club captain through a run of three, four years of the worst performances that we've seen in two decades, you know. So, yeah. I, I and I don't want to put obviously I'm not I'm not putting that on Scott's shoulders at all. But there may be a point. I'm being a devil's advocate, there might be a point there somewhere. Um, yeah, I think I think you've got to look at it from both both angles. Do you know what I mean? I think uh, the way I kind of process it at the minute. Probably that Steve Evans is potentially the most experienced, most expensive manager we've had at Stevenage. So if he sees it one way, then 
I'm going to sit yeah. behind him and back him because the last mm-hmm. 10, 15, however many games he's been in charge, he's got it right, hasn't he? So, and uh, yeah. let's face it, um, we said it. I said it the last podcast. We were 20, 21st, 22nd around that that for a, for a particular reason, and it was very simple because we weren't good enough and our players weren't good enough throughout yeah. the whole season. Yeah. End off, end yeah. off for me. Um, I'd like to t- I'd like to uh, make a special uh, special mention for a couple of players here as they as they leave the club. So first, Chris Lyons, um, love him. Uh, yeah. He wants to go back to the southwest and stop and commu- stop stop commuting. Well, Fair play, lad. Um, yeah. Thank you. I I enjoy watching Chris Lyons play football even now. Like these, he, obviously, like his performances tailed has trailed off this last season, but he he put he put in some unbelievable shifts the last few years. Um, he he's cultured, isn't he? His foot just, feet are oh unbelievable. God, yeah. I watch ballet. On <laughs> Yeah, uh, a couple of other uh, a couple of other mentions. Uh, Bailey Clements and Zane Westbrook going back to their parents' club. Good riddance. Um, Bozzy and Chris Christy Pym going back. They've done a pretty good job for us. So, so you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not all that arsed with either of them not not being here next year if you know Bozzy doesn't come back. But you know they 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 played well the last few weeks. So can't ask for more and the uh the final mention uh has to be for uh bruno andrade yeah what a prick fuck off see you later uh, you just cut out on my my horrendous wi-fi what did you say i'll say it again in case anybody in the back missed it what a prick <laughs> good riddance fuck off who bruno Oh, fucking hell, Jay. No, I can hear you. That's why you cut out, mate. That's what I'm saying. You cut out when you said who it was. I didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs> well, you probably could have guessed. No, not at all. I think he's been brilliant for us this season. I think he's been. Shut the fuck up. Talk, when you're talking about football, you're looking for consistency, and he's certainly been that for the season. <laughs> yeah. Where, where now? Where now? Oh, mate, if he's not playing for, like, Billericke, then something's gone seriously wrong, right? Oh, man. I mean, poor, he's, poor he's been absolute wank. <laughs> absolute wank. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I genuinely, like, I, I'm trying to think of a positive. Like, like I, he got one assist, he got two assists this year. You're not you're not dragging me down your uh your uh I was, no, but listen listen right he's a creative player he's yeah supposedly a creative player he's he's a wide creative player he's supposed to cause goals and and create yeah. goals and score goals I'm not, he, I'm not disagreeing with you but he, I'm, yeah. two or two assists yeah poor very poor he managed less than oh well, just oh, sorry just over a shot per game Oh, no. yeah. oh Jesus wept, mate. I, I'd I'd love to go back to to when we signed him because there was a lot of people on Twitter going absolutely bonkers we'd signed him and uh, yeah I, I wasn't one of them I don't think. So I was one of those people that was like he um he's he was okay the first time he was here and he's had a couple of really good spells at other clubs since like he like he did really well at Lincoln for a bit. This True. this could work. Yeah. Ball winner's number ten, though, wasn't he? Um, in in my in my uh, in my role as uh, as the forever optimist of the <laughs> Stevenage, uh, right? And and on this podcast, mate, honestly, what a waster! Yeah, yeah, no, got you. Um, you missed one other person we need to speak about as well, actually, mate. Okay, here we go. This will be interesting. Go on, Charlie Carter. No, no, not actually, no, no. It's not going to be Luke, Carter, it's, it's not going to be Luke Cornell or Ed Upson, is it? So go on. No, 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 no. Go on. Who, who right, on by the, right by the bottom of your list, Luis Fernandez. Luis Fernandez, yeah. I what mean, a shame. what a shame. He's a he's a smashing kid, Louis. I've got so much time for him. I spent a lot of time with Louis uh, from when he was about the age of twelve, thirteen. Smashing kid, and uh, I think it's just one of them ones. I just don't think that he can. He can cope with the demands of league league football at the minute, and I think it's great that he learned his trade out of Kings Lynn last year. Yeah. Although they've not they've not finished well, 
I think he's going to be a very, very good uh, conference league player. I thought he looked. Um, I thought he looked all right a couple of times. We I saw him yeah. in, saw him in the shirt. I thought. I thought. I think he's got the physicality. I think he actually has the physicality to deal well with this oh, league. But maybe maybe if I've got a criticism about him, uh, the reading of the game was a little bit slow, which put him into trouble. Which you know he sometimes managed to get out with because he was that physical big lad who could put himself about right. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, we we should be be careful about too much saying too much because his dad might get angry with us. No, I'm not saying anything bad about him. I'm just saying how it is. I think to be fair, I think uh, Louis Louis a good kid. I, I wish him all the wealth. All the, yeah, all wealth absolutely, the Ab- absolutely. And uh, but that, yeah, was, that I was, was just I was just making a joke about the fact that uh, his dad used to like arguing with, <laughs> arguing with people on Twitter. That's it. Oh, I never I, I never even argued with uh, argued with the, <laughs> with the Blake. I met him a couple of it's times. It's just funny. Yeah, definitely. No, he said, yeah, like I say, it's a shame, but yeah, we'll see. Louis, I wish, wish him all well. Not that he's going to be listening to this because we're a bunch of, yeah. Anyway, uh, Charlie Carter, uh, fully expected, uh, yeah. more more injured than not, made a glass. If he could have got a good run in the team uh, and stayed injury-free, then I think it would have been a bit different. So I hope he goes away and uh, trains differently and looks yeah. after his body differently. He'll end up at Wrexham. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's going to be a dad soon, isn't he? So uh, it'd be interesting. I don't know, is he? Yeah. Well, congratulations, Charlie. Well done, mate. <laughs> my uh, my uh, my cousin let let me let me know that he's uh, he's uh, his missus is expecting the other day, and genuinely, I sat it sat still, open mouth like gobsmacked for <laughs> a good few minutes. I was like, mate, I didn't know you knew how to do it. Well done. <laughs> He's always been, Charlie's been always been absolutely lovely though. Really nice guy. He knows everyone's name at that football club, speaks to everyone wherever he can. He's just a nice human being. So I wish him all the well. Lovely. Um, yeah. I suppose we've covered it, haven't we? Um, no, we have. No, we've oh, got go two on. more important topics to talk about. Firstly, the player, player awards. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. We've got two more things to talk about. Go on. Go on. Three, in fact. I'll make it three more things we need to cover. Right, so player awards. Player's player, Luke Norris. Uh, SA, SA player of the year, Luke Norris. Young player, Arthur Reed. I think you can pretty much agree with all of them. Second place uh, for the player's player was uh, Scott Cuthbert. Third place was Jake Taylor. Yeah. Can't argue so, with that. No, I think it was all bang on, to be honest with you. Absolutely perfect. Well done, Supporters Association. You can live another year. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Second thing, legends, legends, legends uh, game, game. Was yeah, absolutely go on. unbelievable uh, Sunday. Such a good turnout. Uh, massive shout out, Lewis Collins. Have you ever spoke to Lewis Collins? No. He's one of my favourite human beings ever. He is as pro Stevenage as Matt Farley, without the the excitement of the lad. Brilliant kid, uh, and he raised seven hundred pounds. that has been given to Martin Gittin's family for Lovely. the funeral yesterday. Off the back of that T-shirt, we still don't know how much we've we've raised off of the game, yeah. but absolutely class. And thanks everyone for coming down for that. And hopefully next year is going to be even bigger and better with a few twists, if that makes sense. It doesn't. Oh, okay. <coughs> Jesus, are you all right? <laughs> and then, um, the last thing I need to talk about. Go on. What's your full name? Excuse me. What's your full name? Is it Nate? Is it Nathan? Nathaniel? It's Nathan. Why? What the f- do you want? Right, Nathan. We need to talk seriously now. Oh, goodness me. What's what's going on? <laughs> Pyros. Oh, f- him. Yeah. If you're if you're we, if, we if you're to... if you're the cunt that's bringing it into the ground, please know oh. that uh, you're a piece of shit and you can fuck off. Wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting that response, but that works. Um, but. This is this is this is me. Uh, during the game, uh, the CEO Dom walked past me, and I went, "Dom, can I have a chat?" I said, "How much does that cost you every time?" And he said, "This a considerable fine to the football club for for them getting in here." Which uh, we'll, we'll talk about the stewarding as a separate issue after this because yeah. we do need to talk about it after me and you had a general chat. Um, but um, that on Saturday, I reckon potentially there could have been enough to employ a member of staff in that foundation to go out for a year and do a project in the community and do something good. Instead, we've got, I don't know who it is, one, two, three, four, five, 
who are mindless. I'm not going to even call them supporters. I'm going to call them mindless idiots yeah. who are getting easy into the ground, regardless if they're searched or not, because there's places you can put them, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and doing that. And also, there's people that are getting blamed for it um, and thrown out who had nothing to do with it, which, again, I, I know it's a nightmare, and I know you can blame them for, you know, you know, no association whatsoever. But you know, they got thrown out for, for having nothing to do with it, and that yeah, kills me. Yeah, I mean, the lad, the lad, the lad got got thrown out. Um, he's a good lad. He threw it because somebody was stood next to him choking. Yeah. So he 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 didn't he didn't. I wouldn't say he did the right thing because the right thing is either move move the person that's choking or pick the thing up and walk it down and give it to one of the f-ing stewards. But yeah. he did what he thought was a solution to the issue that was presented to him right there and then. But, so I don't have any problem with what he did. What I have a problem with was him then being thrown out, which, yeah. again, I do understand from the club's point of view, if someone's seen him fucking grab it and launch it on the field, right? So you're gonna, like the natural reaction there is for somebody to be thrown out. Uh, I just think the club... the I don't like... I, don't, I wouldn't say I like the way the club deals with a lot of issues around supporter behaviour. Um, I think there's a lot of overly heavy-handed, uh, after-the-fact dealing with it. It's like it's like something's happened, the club either get wind of it or you know, whatever, and then after that, yeah. the dealing with it isn't good. It's not a, it's never conducive to resolving issues. All it does is put supporters back up, backs up, pisses people off, and. You know, and we're in a situation like we're in now. I think okay. I think stewarding needs to be improved massively. Um, I don't think that's going to be a surprise. That I I would be disappointed and shocked if it's a surprise to anybody at the club that stewarding is not yeah. at an acceptable level. Um, especially seeing as it was said that support the, the support accused at like 10 to 3 were too long to check people properly mm. but and that's that that's come out from somebody at the club i think wow like that's not that that what the fuck that if if you're still queuing at 10 to 3 and you don't get, get to see the kickoff that's your problem get in there earlier i understand that yeah i mean the, the, club, the, the club should not be rushing any any of this check people properly or you might as well just bin it all off and not check anybody. If you're not no. going like to, the amount of times this season I've stood in front of a steward with my arms outstretched, looked them dead in the eye, and gone search me, yeah. and they just yeah. wave me through. They won't search me. Whereas like Dean behind me gets searched nine, like not even nine times out of ten. Like he's been, he's not been searched like three times this year. Whereas the rest of the time yeah. he gets searched every single time. What's going on? What is going on? It's not. No, it's I not think, good. I think. Uh... Uh, firstly, but sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not excusing the absolute heads bringing pyro in. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, like yeah, there's no, like no, ten no, of you that want it. And no, no, I understand that. I, I, unfortunately, I can't comment on. No, I uh, absolutely understand, mate. No no, 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 I can't comment on the cues. Oh, of because course. I don't go through. I go through the players' yeah. tunnel when I'm there, so I can't comment. Oh, and I haven't seen ever whatever happens. And yeah, um, firstly, you're right. Um, there should definitely not be um, anyone trying to do that anyway in general mm-hmm. um, uh, and secondly yeah I, I agree uh, that the club need to have a look at it and you know need to take take the voice of the uh, fans that you know are genuine you know this is what we're seeing this is what we're feeling um, the one thing I do really heavily disagree on uh, and not a point you've made tonight is the fact that you know um, the, I think the last couple of weeks and even the last couple of months I've really seen a bit more of a togetherness of Borough fans um, I think it's been amazing to see that, you know, everyone kind of now understands that everyone's different. And I mm-hmm. think the other week when we went for a beer in the clubhouse, I think you sat there and said, I've never really spoke to um, this person or that person. And I think now actually the club's tighter supporter wise than it's been for a long, long time. And it's great. You know, there's uh, the likes of us doing this. You've got Farley doing a different podcast, completely different kind of outfit. Mm-hmm. There's a fan that disagrees with this person and that person. However, I think now we're all in it together, which is fantastic. And, uh, for me, that that is brilliant. What what I don't like, what I don't like, is the way some people sometimes use their social media. Now I understand that that um, social media is there for a reason, and it's there for debate, especially Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's the place to go to, isn't it? However, I don't like the way some people try and use it. And um, 
I'd like people to be a bit nicer on it, and I'd never. That's never going to happen. But that's just the way I feel about it. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't go on there and call call you something or say something about you. I'd rather say it to your face if that makes sense, or, or speak to the club. You know, and I think that's the way we do it. We got to learn together and move forward together. Uh, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I agree. In a perfect world, that is the solution to some of the ills that we are experiencing around this stewarding and stuff. But the problem is, is that the club have been spake I know exactly the situation you're talking about right and I, I, I'm I'm gonna play a bit click and daggers because I don't really want to drop yeah. drop people in it and that but like, I've, like the club has been spoken to this SLO has been their SLO SLO has been spoken to I've emailed them about situations and I know other people have spoken to the club about situations and the response from the certain people at the club has been incredibly disappointing Okay, so you like so your last facet of complaint is then Twitter publicly because the private okay. channels don't work. All right, no, that uh, I, I understand that. I think that it's a shame if that's the case. Mm-hmm. I think hopefully, knowing that the games and the season is over, yeah, that that people will take that on board and sit there and look at it and think, Do you know what, it's a uh, time for a break or time to look at stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I, I'll certainly be speaking to people as well and you know seeing what we can do and seeing how, how the club can help I'm, I'm a, a, sm- a small fish at a football club I don't get paid for it and I just do it because I love seeing people like you at the weekend to be honest with you I love you um, <laughs> I, I, one, one thing one thing that one thing that I think uh, is going to be a really big a, 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 is a good thing for the upcoming season is the new CEO um, and just I think you know, we might see. I, I'm hoping that we're going to see quite a few changes in the way things are done at the club, and that's not necessarily that's not me like on Tanners or anything and putting the way no. he did things down at all. It's just things at the club have not been great for a good while, and we need change to progress as a football club. Uh, and I really hope Dom has his finger on the pulse and listens to the f-ing fans. I think he does. I had a good. 20, 20, 30 minute with him Sunday morning at the club, and do you know what? It was, it was really fascinating. Yeah. We spoke briefly about the pyros as well there. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's great, and I think it's it's nice. You know, change, change is good sometimes. Tunners was great. Tunners is 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 going to go and do some amazing things in football. I can guarantee you that much. But yeah, our club, our little club that we all love to death and uh, think about all the time. It's random. I even like sent someone a WhatsApp today about uh, merchandise because I was thinking about what I had at home. It's pathetic, isn't it? You just always got your cl- the club on the mind, which is brilliant. I love it. It's mm-hmm. great. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that is to, uh, is a, is to a refresh and a rethink about things that need to change down there for, for the better, for everyone, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a nice positive point to end the episode and indeed the season on, isn't it? Are we done, are we? Well, I mean, what else is there to talk about? Any anything anything else to talk about now is next season? Because like, do you want to sit here? Do you want to sit here in a week, two weeks' time, and do like a season review? Because no, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to do that. Like, if we'd have had a good season, I'd be frothing at their bits to get out of it, right? Right, that's fine. But it's right, been a shit year. We, we don't want to do it. <laughs> no, well, let's, let's let's look forward to the season, isn't it? Really, I know we say this every year, but we're safe, we're sorted, and uh, you know we've got seven players at least with us next season. And <laughs> wouldn't it be great? I've I've decided if if I was to sit down with a blank page and say, right, what do we need for next season? My recruit, I've got a recruitment policy that would basically say that we only we only, and I'm sorry to anybody below the uh, the height category that I'm going to mention. <laughs> we're only going to go and only going to go and buy six foot two and above players, and we're going to be really horrible. Well, for and certain I, I positions. I don't. I don't want I'm six foot two wingers. I'm sorry. I just don't. No, it'd be great. Can you imagine? Would you be absolute monsters? No, because I'm gonna be lumbering. And I'm gonna just gonna kind of just, just be like, okay. Well, we had short wingers in Bruno last season, so we got big ones now, and neither of them are any. Neither of them are any good. Nate, you are fully entitled to have your own uh, policy, but my my policy this season is six foot two and above. Only. My my uh, my recruitment policy is no one above the age of twenty seven. No one above twenty seven. No one above twenty seven. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and we uh, basically, I want to moneyball it. Have you seen the film Moneyball? 
No, oh, I don't watch films. On, honestly, mate, it is sensational. It's great. It's about it's about baseball, which I hate baseball, but this film's amazing. It's basically about how like a uh, little club with no money. Hello, um, <laughs> use stat, use stats um, to pre to to sign players that would get the job done and get them wins and stuff. And they went on a massive losing streak, and then all of a sudden it clicked and these players are doing what they needed and getting on getting on base is the the, the key thing and they got them right. got them got them to like almost the championship like it didn't quite work it didn't quite get them all the way and thank god hollywood didn't f that up because it didn't actually happen but like they almost made it like i don't need the championship i just want to be competitive stats mm. stats players with good passing percentages that win the majority of their tackles right that have a good goals to shots ratio that's all I, <laughs> that's all i want that's all i want Look, jake taylor jake taylor i love you man but your goals your goals to shots ratio is f***ing abysmal i want to money ball it i want to money ball it spend wise spend wisely you don't overplay for pay for players you don't buy star players you buy the unglamorous players that are just gonna fucking work w o r k work this film you're talking about doesn't sound as anywhere near as good or as interesting as basketball which was oh basketball's a basketball's a great film i've had go on go on can I just leave you on one thought in the hope that someone out there is listening to this plea and it whether this be Dom the new CEO or Phil Wallace they don't listen to us heavens hope they're not listening but if they are listening just one one plea from your ever so grateful I don't even know what my job title is down there (laughs) wand clown I don't know what I am idiot Um, please 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 can we especially after this week I'm crossing my my uh Got my palms. I've not got a camera on, mate. Can we please name the North Stand, the Martin Gittin Stand, please? If anyone is listening out there, they can do this for me. It was like our highest goal scorer ever, and I don't think it'll ever be beaten ever, ever, ever. Especially after my performance when Epitobi Soji kept me in the car park. Mate, mate, honestly, (laughs) some of the pictures of you from this weekend, you've been absolutely (laughs) mugged off, absolutely mugged off. The calendar will be out for Christmas. Honest, for any, honestly, uh, mate. The pe- like the picture of you where Ronnie's done you and you're just lying on the floor. You can see the. You can see the. Why the f- am I doing this on your face? <laughs> I've played this weekend against a player who's played at the World Cup. That I don't even care how bad I was. I wasn't even bad. I nutmegged a player that played at the World Cup once. Did you? Nah, but it would have been nice, wouldn't it? Oh mate, I couldn't even get anywhere. I tried to head of a ball and beat Sodji to a ball. I had absolutely no chance, and I didn't even care either. It didn't even matter. But I did slide tackle someone right in front of the uh, West Stand. Got the ball, got up, and I felt a million dollars. Ah, oh, beautiful. Matter. And that's what anyway, it's all about, isn't it? North Stand, Martin Gittins. Please, 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 someone listen to me. Do it, please. I'm gonna um. Uh, before I even edit this podcast, I'm going to mock up like the name on the stand a bit and tweet it. Oh. Tweet it at the club saying, do the right thing, you sour bunch of bars. <laughs> it would be something to do with sponsorship and rights to the stadium, and it'll be something to do with that, and it just won't happen. So, yeah, uh, of course it won't. Yeah, but let's, but... let's put the pressure on, and we might actually get get some good done, right? Yeah. Why not? There's a bit of legacy Why not? in the place, and it looks amazing. So, yeah, Martin Gittin's The Martin Gittin's stand, stands, I love it. Yeah. Thanks. Let's do it. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Ma- do you know what? Much love. Uh, See you later. Much love. Before before we finish, I'd just like to say thanks for everything this this half a season we've been doing. It's I've really enjoyed it, Nate. So, uh, thank you for for helping me being here for basically what is an uh, opportunity to let me talk. Yeah, it's been wonderful. And Pat, obviously. Obviously, I mean, we, can't, obviously... we can't forget Pat, even if he can't be f- bothered to come here. Come on to <laughs> I know he's obviously at a nature reserve somewhere counting frogs or something. I don't know what he's doing, but he's probably he's probably got one of those, you know, those square meter uh, things you lay down. Count how many how many daffodils are in it. That's what he's doing right he'll, now. He'll tweet. He'll, his only response to this will be to tweet us what the name of that tool is. <laughs> That's the challenge. 
What is a square thingy? <laughs> what is a square thingy? Um, okay, so so we are going to finish in just a minute, um, but let's very quickly talk about the off-season. Um, so we do have a few things planned. I'm not going to reveal too much, although I can reveal that uh, Boropod will be going head-to-head with the Stevenage Football, uh, Football Club podcast in a quiz. Can we just say that the unofficial Stevenage FC the, podcast? Uh, the unofficial... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, when he, when he, I'm not going to lie. When he put the the best Stevenage podcast, I was like, "You cheeky son of a bitch." So I might have slipped the superior into our into our bio on Twitter for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we're going to be going head to head. There'll be some Steve. There'll be a lot of Stevenage questions. Obviously, there'll be some general football knowledge. It'll, it's going to be it's going to be Drakas and Pat versus Farley, and it could be anyone at this stage. It might just be it might just be Farley um we'll see uh and we're also going to do a few uh we're going to do a few episodes closer to closer to the start of the season hopefully so we can talk about some of our new signings uh hopefully so we can talk about how excited for the season we are and then we'll be back on a weekly basis next season i think i think i certainly want to do it i've enjoyed doing this definitely it's been wonderful isn't it yeah it's been it's been nice Hopefully you've all enjoyed right. listening to us three miserable bastards. I can't I can't <laughs> say three miserable bastards because it's one miserable bastard. Dracker's the happiest man on the planet, and uh, Pat. What a fucking culturalist. <laughs> um, um, and 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 uh, the David Attenborough of the podcast, Mister Patrick Jackson. <laughs> like, it's beautiful. What a beautiful man he is. Anyway, we're literally, I, I mean, at the moment, I'm just here stroking our egos, so we might as well just f*** it off. Yeah, let's go. I've got things to do. Cheers, babe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>